0: welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about getting to know your kids based on what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. What's up, welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, I'm here with my friend EJ.
1: Yes, and we have an important story here, and I'm here (laughs) with my friend Matt.
0: today uh today's exciting today's a very exciting day we're back in the world of picture books picture books are a great thing and there's a name a legend the stuff of legend Mm. is something we've been kind of avoiding for a long time on this show and it is the legendary mo willems of many series fame uh nuffle bunny uh the pigeon and today we wanted to specifically do Elephant and Piggy. And if uh, if that seems weird because his other stuff has won actually way more awards, uh, the story is we got access to a ton of <laughs> Elephant and Piggy and decided to do that first. And actually, like two episodes from now, we're going to do more Mo Willem stuff later. So we wanted to hyper focus. On one series today, and then we'll do kind of like an exhaustive—not exhaustive, but like a just everything else—episode uh, in a couple of weeks. But yeah, we we have been sitting down with like twelve out of the twenty-five total elephant and piggy books, and EJ, they rip,
1: <laughs> they rip, they rip so hard. And you know what's crazy is like when we were looking for Mo Willems stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we were like, oh, I guess we'll do Mo Willems, right? Yeah. We were, like, not sure. I would say even skeptical that we were going to enjoy these books. Yeah, yeah. I mean, overall, right? Like, we were like, no way we enjoy these books. Right. Um, We were wrong. Like, <laughs> I'll say I was wrong. Like, one of the things that, that happened recently to me is I went to the book fair yeah. at my daughter's school. and. They have all sorts of stuff on the shelves. And basically, there's only two people that get sold at these book fairs. There's only two people (laughs) that are on the shelves. Okay? One of them is Dave Pilkey. Right. Dave Pilkey still still sells. Yeah. Yeah at like that's that's been true for 25 years exactly what
0: i was about to say since my first grade or like fourth grade maybe third grade year dave pilkey has been running the scholastic book fair runs it
1: still does still does they might as well call it dave pilkey and friends scholastic (laughs) book fair at this point because he just runs it i mean there's like Three to five shelves of Dave Pilkey alone. Wow. Yeah. And it's just like, it, I mean, obviously, it's a captivating art style. Mm-hmm. He's got multiple series that are popular. Uh, it's just too easy. It's too easy for Dave Pilkey. Yeah. And the other person, and this blew my mind whenever I was in there because we hadn't talked about this person yet, was Mo Willows. Yeah. Mo Willems is everywhere (laughs) there was a huge display of Mo Willems so here's my question is it Mm.
0: all pigeon stuff or is it just like Mo Willems the the everything the omnibus
1: here's the thing I like it was so funny because I kind of like disregarded it right like I was kind of like oh that's weird I didn't realize how popular Mo Willems was Uh and I kind of sent you a message I believe it was just kind of like oh Mo Willems is really popular it's everywhere and then I just didn't like look any further into it. I was uh-huh. just like, oh, he's really popular. Sure, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moved on with my life. Uh, and then uh, I walked over and there were a bunch of baskets that were that were sitting out and they had every teacher in the school's name on it. And apparently what the teachers can do is they can go in to the book fair and they can take books off the shelves and put them in their basket. Oh, yeah. And what you can do and what I did is uh, I went through my daughter's teacher's basket and I bought Um, some of the books for their classroom that's Mm -hmm. what you do so it's like we would like these books for our classroom yeah Um, and so i was like well i don't need any books at home i've got plenty of children's books here Uh, i will buy some and take them it was during her parent teacher conference so i took them during her parent teacher conference and handed them to her teacher and she was very grateful yeah and i bought and when i went through that stack there were like five pigeon books oh my god! i bought like three of them yeah them. I was like, <laughs> so i was like okay there's something here right? yeah yeah they're flying off the shelves essentially and so when i got to uh her teacher's classroom um i i said to her i said uh miss Diaz, um what's with these uh mo williams books and she goes i love mo Willems. and i said <laughs> oh and she was like yeah i can't get enough of his stuff it's great and hmm. Like, this is before I'd even opened one up. Yeah, yeah. I was getting an endorsement off of Mo Willems, so that's kind of how he came up in conversation. Yeah. A week or two later when I was like, when we were looking for things to do, Matt, I was like, you know we, what? We got to check this guy it's out. It's time. And, <laughs> and I think... Uh, I th- think uh we're gonna be checking them out in a couple more episodes in the yeah. future
0: so uh we again we did elephant and piggy elephant and piggy is like an early reader book series uh they are the the mm-hmm. thing about mo willems is actually he does such simple illustrations on the face of it mm. you're like this is just like super basic little cartoons right but right. I almost compare it in my head I kept getting and this also obviously because there's a pig there but I got big pearls before swine energy Uh, but especially because pearls before swine is so evocative like really the the Mm -hmm. caricatures like they get so much emotion out of what they do and that is what I have learned is Mo Willems strength. It's not just like oh these really simple character designs but it's also like how much he does with them so the elephant and piggy series is basically just uh this girl piggy and this boy uh elephant whose name is gerald uh are best friends oh they're the best of friends and every single book is just like Mm, a little a little thing and all of them are you know in some ways probably kind of expressing some sort of like lesson to a kid but it's so much less like on the nose than I think a lot of early reading stuff is and it doesn't feel overly you know heartfelt or whatever compare it to something like Peter H Reynolds right we've done Peter H right. Reynolds recently and we like his stuff he, he does beautiful artwork but I always felt like his writing was just like right now in this book we are teaching you patience we are teaching right. you empathy and this is a book about empathy it's called empathy or whatever <laughs> yeah. and that only happens <laughs> like a couple times in the elephant and piggy books I- mostly these are funny books where these mm-hmm. two characters are doing something and probably you kind of learn something, but mostly you get to act out really, really funny scenes between these two characters.
1: Yeah. And we'll go through each of those individually. I want to kind of backtrack because you mentioned Pearl, Pearls Before Swine, which yeah. is Stephen Pastis, right. um, who, which we've who done. does the Timmy Failure books. Right. And those are ones we've read on this show. So some some parallels there. I would say another kind of early reader series i would compare it to is like a really pared down kind of curious george vibe sure you know the aura
0: <laughs> yeah they're very comfortable right they're just a yeah, very yeah. very comfortable yeah. with they're series familiar right well, and, and yeah. i should say this too we, we're we not we're gonna do more mo willems later we're gonna do mo willems later mo mo willems, mo willems. um <laughs> (laughs) but i think elephant and piggy is a little bit different too because i think a lot of other mo willems work feels more in that john classen camp where it's like a lot funnier Mm -hmm. and a lot weirder whereas elephant and piggy is like pretty reserved and is definitely geared towards younger audiences whereas like the later books get to have kind of more complicated bits to them i mean we we had one pigeon book and my daughter loved even just that one pigeon book. So I can already tell we are in for having to go get some of our own. But, and I know you're going to talk about this too. The thing about these books is I liked them just fine. My daughter lost her mind. <laughs> and this is the only thing that matters anymore is Elephant right. and Piggy. And and I mean, she could she would read like one of these books back to back. And then for <laughs> three days, she was reciting parts of that book like she was acting it out and she would have me act it out and she would go dad you're elephant and I'm piggy and then she would say piggy's line and she would make (laughs) me say Gerald's line and like it just stuck in her brain in a way like no other book has before this
1: yeah it's really weird my daughter is a young reader too so like my daughter um the way that it worked with us was we had the stack of books and I kind of just called her into the room and I was Mm -hmm. like hey do you want to you want to read a couple of these books, and she goes sure. <laughs> and so I handed her one, and she picked it up. They're all fifty pages long, yeah. Like to the to the dot, right? They are all you know, they're all the same length essentially, and they're they're all basically the same a kind comic
0: strip. They're like a they're I think they're mm-hmm. sixty four pages, but they're like or or whatever. But they are right. they're all the exact same length, and they're like a comic strip. Like every single page yep. is just one panel of a comic strip, basically.
1: Yep, yep, that's exactly how they are. And my daughter Nora, she read each one and i was really impressed because you know not just with her like reading level honestly she's in first grade so i figured she had some reading level but she was you know there's there's some words in here like gerald is the name of the elephant where she struggled with that at first there were there were some other words in there where i'm like you really got to figure it out yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's not just an easy read and so she read through the whole book and i would sit there and patiently listen and then she'd go okay dad your turn and then she would (laughs) hand me a book and i would read one and i would do voices Uh and 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 stuff and then she and then i was like okay like we've we did a few of them and she just wanted to keep going that's amazing we read all of them (laughs) in an hour and a half and just burn through know. the whole stack yeah we just burned through the whole stack and we took t- we alternated turns yeah like i i read a book then she would read a wow. book. wow and yeah
0: you uh, told me also you told me also she was uh you were blown away by she started like doing inflections and like yeah. acting it out too and for an early reader too especially where it's like you're doing the thing it where it's incredible. like i am piggy but then she like was able to take that to that next step and like act right. it out
1: yeah, it was it was weird. Whenever like it would be like, "Are you like?" It'd be like, "Let's let's go to town today, Piggy," mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it'd be like, "Let's go to town." Like that would be like the right. answer, right? Which is just a normal sentence. Yeah, and she was nailing the inf- like That's the question amazing. inflections yeah. and like the the way that like she was really adding emotions to the characters, yeah. which was really really awesome. Like right. it's kind of a high level way of interpreting books right. for a young reader. You know, like. I don't. I didn't anticipate her yeah. doing all of that. You know, I had heard her read before, and I've I've heard her do things like that. But with the elephant and piggy books, I could really. It was like almost like Mo Willems' illustrations did a lot for her to understand.
0: Yeah how they were feeling the faces you know? are doing a lot of work and, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of like they're very expressive anyways like a lot of what they're True. doing there's a lot of like piggy screaming at the top of her lungs or really both right. of them there's a lot of like impatience that gets like expressed by one of them in every book or whatever but i will also note there's a lot of sort of repetition to get at what you're saying it i, I feel like these books give an early reader time to sort of think through what the scene really is there's so often like you just describe the scene as like i'm getting on the train you're getting on the train i'm getting on the train like it does that a lot yeah but it's because it's like really getting them into the flow of the conversation they basically like i think mo Willems never skips a sentence does that make sense True. like what that what what, what yes, i mean by that it does is make sense. there's you know in in common language you know we sort of get to the point and and you know you and i can be having a conversation and we'll sort of like skip sentences because we know what we're both talking about but for like an early reader he's making no assumptions that they're like on board with what the story is expressing so it's like we will hit every single beat of the conversation and every single thought will be like expressed and sometimes it's not a sentence that is said but sometimes there's just a page where it's like the character has the confused face and a little question (laughs) mark over their head or whatever and like that's the whole thing and we're taking time for you to sort of understands the emotion being expressed
1: yeah it's so it's so smart like i, I don't know how else to put it like yeah. it's for for young readers it, it's so smart and it's so simple and i think that's what it really blows us away yeah is how something can be so rudimentary right and at the same time be actually very complex like yeah it you know it it kind of reminds me of uh like cowboy and octopus right Mm-hmm. Cowboy and Octopus is a good example because Cowboy and Octopus is very much like, I I do not like this, Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, right. I, yeah, I like this, Octopus. Octopus, <laughs> you are my best friend. Yeah. But what's missing in Cowboy and Octopus is the emotion, right? Yeah. Because it's kind of like the cutouts of yeah. those characters. The artwork
0: right? is, but, more, it mm-hmm. is more abstracted, whereas yeah, Elephant more abstracted. and Piggy is very expressive.
1: Yeah, in Elephant and Piggy, you get to see, and it's like these are emotions that these children have seen before right that's the other thing it's conveying exactly how they're feeling um and and what's even wilder is that there's no setting for any of this like right it's it's a complete blank page it's just the characters yeah and i i don't know how to break that down for people but it's (laughs) it's there's no environment it you are just stuck in basically in a purgatory of conversation yeah and yet they are still they still manage to capture the entire like feel and yeah like you you are building the setting right. almost in your mind it's very very interesting i
0: think that is like why mo willems gets the awards he gets because when you look at his stuff you're like this is so simple why is he earning every award ever <laughs> given out to anybody and it's just because plenty of people do like comics in this style but I think just mm-hmm. nobody quite accomplishes the mixture of emotionality and expression that like he is able to convey across readers. You can just watch it happen to a kid and just watch how they get it more than they do in other books. Mo- Molly has liked other books, but she's never reenacted books like she has with Mo Wilms The best example was um, there. one of the later entries is a book called I'm a Frog. And Piggy <laughs> is bouncing around pretending to be a frog. And Elephant uh, is like freaked out by this and doesn't understand what's happening. And and basically, Piggy is teaching Gerald how to pretend. And this is book is about learning how to pretend or whatever. But the other hilarious thing that this one does is it teaches like a very big basic joke structure so something we've been doing for like a while now is trying to get molly to understand jokes so we tell her a knock knock joke and we tell her the same Mm -hmm. knock knock joke over and over and over again to see if she'll like understand the back and forth and she's always had trouble with it like she's never fully understood like She, she knows we laugh at the end of these things that we say, but she, she doesn't quite get like what the joke structure is, but she immediately understood what was funny at the end of I'm a frog. What happens at the end of I'm a frog is finally Gerald understands what pretending is. And piggy is like, you can pretend too. And he's like, I can't pretend to be a frog. And this, this is the part where Molly will just out of nowhere, start acting this out and she'll say, daddy, you're Gerald and I'm piggy. Uh, and she'll go you can you can be a frog and Gerald goes i can't be a frog and she'll go why can't you be a frog and gerald goes because i'm a cow moo and he drops on the ground and and it's really funny but it's also a joke structure it's a it's a catches you off guard and she like instantly recognized that as what it is right she recognized that as a scene and as a joke and like i just had not seen that out of her uh before this before it was it's like seriously fascinating how it captivates her
1: yeah. It, the, another one is waiting is not easy. Yes. <laughs> um, where it, it's not really a punchline more than it's like a reveal, like mm-hmm. a really nice like thing that happens at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has that same sort of setup where it's like, Gerald, you have to wait. You have to just be patient. I got yeah. something for you. And, <laughs> and, and Gerald's like, I don't like being patient. Yeah. I don't like waiting. What is it? I want my surprise now. Um, and then at the end, it's like, the, the night sky, right. is like The whole it's like the he's only mad. time he's mad because setting. we
0: waited all day and now it's mm-hmm. dark. And then Piggy's like, "Yeah, well, this is what we've yeah. been waiting for." And then but they this look is up, "What we've done?"
1: Yeah, yeah. And then that's the only time that I, that I can remember that a setting is actually yeah. drawn. Like, You're, there's actually the sky.
0: Yeah, at least um, in the the twelve we read, it definitely is the only mm-hmm. one with like something going on. Yeah, we. I'll list off like all the ones we read real quick. I don't think we have to like actually go through and like mm-hmm. review every single one of these
1: each one of them right
0: we did today i will fly uh my friend is sad there is a bird on your head which won the theodore seuss geisel <laughs> medal uh i lo- i love my new toy we did i will surprise my friend uh i'm looking at a list right now trying to find all of them we i broke my trunk which also won a theodore seuss geisel award uh happy pig day listen to my trumpet i'm a frog my new friend is so fun waiting is not easy which also won a Theodore Seuss Geisel award or the Mm -hmm. honor sorry I should say some of these are medals some of these are honors Uh, and the thank you book which is the last one he made and the thank you book is really the only one that even more so veers on that like we are teaching a specific lesson waiting is not easy maybe a little bit too but the thank you Mm -hmm. book is even more especially like about thanking but even within it, it it's also mostly about like a big joke that happens but uh, it's funny now, I'm just now seeing that the thank you book is the last one, which is funny because that book yeah. ends with uh, Elephant and Piggy turning towards the, tor- towards the reader the wall. and saying yeah. they break the fourth wall and they thank the reader. So obviously he knew this was his last one and I didn't even realize it at the time. That's, a, that's very funny. Also, you get a bunch of fun uh, cameos. Uh, pigeon shows up mm-hmm. a couple of times in these books and every yeah. once in a while there's other animal characters that like make, uh, make their way across uh, various books. I think Cat the Cat showed up in it one time, which is
1: another one of his series, if
0: I remember yeah, right. Cat,
1: Cat the Cat shows up in Happy Pig Day.
0: But yeah, I don't know these these books are just like so simple. Honestly, it really does. It's exciting because uh, you and I. Uh, this is this is episode forty-eight. Is that right? Yeah. No. That's it, it better. Well, I don't know. Maybe I've gotten my numbers off. Some this, amount. Either way, we're approaching uh, our 50th episode and our, like, one-year uh, anniversary, sort of. Although our one-year anniversary is going to be kind of weird because we did, like, three episodes at once. Regardless, uh, I was, I'm excited Ooh. that we did this one because we are about to do a big Calvin and Hobbes episode. And Calvin and Hobbes is a lot more complicated than this stuff. But I just was not expecting Elephant and Piggy to feel so much like just comic strips. They really are just long comic strips. They're kind of a perfect early reader book. And really, it's the first like extended early reader stuff I've checked Mm -hmm. out. I mean, we've done mostly just like picture books and then occasionally slightly longer stuff. But I just didn't have it in my head that very early reader fiction stuff is uh, structured this way where it's like. Yeah, it's it's like a three minute read or whatever, like not very long at all, but still like 60 pages. I just having like a 60 panel comic strip is sort of the ideal format for at least I know my daughter's age, but it sounds like your daughter's age as well for her reading it herself. It's interesting to me that it threads this gap of me reading it to Molly, who's three is sort of perfect. And Nora being able to read it to herself at six is also like mm-hmm. kind of the perfect thread. So it's, I think we stumbled upon this series both in our window where it could have hit with us. You know what I mean? If, if we'd hit this right. any later, we would have kind of probably missed the point of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Nora, uh, if you hit it later with Nora, definitely I could see how it's like, this is too easy and kind of boring. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have sat down maybe mm-hmm. for an entire hour and a half and right. read that's every a lot of focus book. from a six-year-old, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and she was engaged on in all of it. Like she was having such, every time we'd finish a book, she stood up, yeah. walked over, put it in the pile, grabbed the next one off the other pile and was like ready to read the next one. And she'd be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me get a drink of water. And then yeah. she, would, yeah. <laughs> she would sit back down and then she would just like listen to me and then I would listen to her. Yeah, and it was just like, so it awesome. was just wild. Like that was the one thing that kept me engaged because I'm mm-hmm. somebody who, has a hard time staying engaged for that amount of sure. time also, yeah. but was just noticing how engaged she was. I was like, well, I was like, well, I can't s- stop, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't yeah. just like end our, our session of reading. Cause right. that would be, you know, cause she's like super into she's focused it, on know? it. Yeah. And so I was kind of just waiting for her to like be done, you know, <laughs> be done with it. Yeah, and yeah. She just never was. She That's just amazing. was like, yeah, we finished the whole stack and then she was like ready to read we have another stack of Mo Willems books. And I was like, no, we'll save those for <laughs> Let's for split this up a little whatever. bit. Yeah. 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 I um, Recently,
0: I've been trying to uh, like disassociate reading with bedtime because that was the trap we mm-hmm. kind of fell into in our house is really only doing books when it's time to like wind down and get ready for bed. And we'll usually like we'll read two books and sing three songs and go to bed or whatever. And it's like this pattern and everything. But I just realized The second we would say, all right, let's read books. Now we're at the age where she doesn't want to go to bed. And so she would start to fight. If we say, let's read books, I was, she's giving me negative pushback. It's like, well, that's a horrible emotion. I don't want books like that. I do not like that trajectory. (laughs) So I was like, okay, it's time to start reading books in the afternoon. And the thing I'd been struggling with, like in the, within the last month or so was like sitting down with her with books. She's really excited to read I, we would we would sit down with books from the library or books we owned and there's just a lot of them she just did not care to sit down with but like i can sit on the couch and like grab any of those elephant and piggy books and be like molly you want to sit down and read for a little bit and she'll just run over to the couch and be ready for it every single time without fail if anything they are a problem because they are the opposite of a good bedtime book (laughs) they get her so amped up and crazy that she doesn't she doesn't wind down so now i'm starting to actually sort through and have like bedtime calm it down books and energy right. afternoon
1: books or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm already looking into, you know, how I can get some of these books for yeah. my personal collection now. Right. I mean, it's 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 that good. I I was I was skeptical. I mean, you look at the <laughs> covers of these books and you, there's, you know, they're pretty unassuming, yeah. you know. You you think uh, oh, this is going to be a cute kind of children's tale um but when you open them up, they, they're they're just much better than that even i mean i I don't even know how else to put it other than they just they just kind of rip (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 it's, so
0: good it's like ubiquitous basically how these just like these just become a part of like the everyday so i'm i'm stoked to uh have done it and yeah i want to buy a handful of them uh just to have at our house but i'm excited to check out more mo willems uh here soon uh it's hilarious though because the i know what we have slated for that episode is sort of like a smattering mm-hmm. of all kinds of stuff we could do a whole episode just on pigeon turns out those books are hard to get a hold of they Impossible. were not at either library and ej you said they were just like flying Impossible. off the shelf at the book fair so if yeah. we ever want to do a pigeon episode that will be something that has to just like come later when we can actually get a hold of a handful of them but we have not been able to so far
1: yeah yeah no i there's no way we're ever getting a pigeon book, <laughs> so we'll just have to, um, we'll have to like watch some people on YouTube read them to us, or uh, something right? There's no way we're finding a pigeon book, <laughs> but I am excited to eventually uh, get into that series uh, as well as more of his stuff. I think, uh, I think it's all. I mean, I hope it's all good.
0: Yeah, um, everything I, I, know, I've read seen. the other stack that you have at your house now, and mm-hmm. I, I still dig it all. It's not. Molly was not as hooked by any of it as Elephant and Piggy, but the rest of it is still interesting, good stuff. Uh, but I'm definitely it is funny, there was a single pigeon book in there, and that is the one other book that Molly was like, This, I want this. This is amazing. Right.
1: So Right. Well, I'm I'm excited to read more of him. Uh what do we have? For yeah. Next week.
0: next week it's funny, uh we we when recording, we just passed Halloween <laughs> and you and I were in a kind of Halloweeny mood and we were like, "We let's do mm-hmm. Coraline." So, yeah. I know this episode's going to be uh hitting everybody's ears at the end of November, but we're doing Coraline and then we're doing Calvin and Hobbes for episode number 50 and then we'll mm-hmm. do more Mo Willems. So, that's the slate of kind of our next uh three episodes before basically before Christmas. And then we'll have like a actually we're trying to prep like a fun little holiday fun. book episode a a hodgepodge of holiday books uh for just before uh you know the week of Hanukkah week of Christmas all that stuff uh so yeah Mm -hmm. there you go uh Coraline Calvin Wobbs and Mo Willems uh coming down the pipeline very soon
1: yeah, I'm excited for the Coraline episode. Um, it's going to be a different take. It's not just the <laughs> book that we went after. That's for this yeah, one. yeah.
0: Let's boy, I can't wait for everyone to go down the <laughs> journey that we went down uh, with Coraline. We have fully experienced
1: Coraline, is what I yes. can say.
0: We we know it. Fully, by the time we'll have recorded that
1: episode. (laughs) I could say that I am a Coraline expert at this point in time. And I, I, look, I'm not ashamed, okay? I'm not ashamed to say it. Actually, uh, Matt, before we go. Yeah. Which of us is Elephant and which of us is Piggy? I think, I think probably I'm Piggy.
0: Because I think Piggy is maybe a little bit angrier was my take now there's the there's the like there's the sort of uh obsessive structurally and nervous energy Mm. of elephant and i definitely think that that would kind of qualify me as an elephant Mm -hmm. so you giving me the pushback already says you you think i'm elephant you think you're piggy is that is that where your heart is at?
1: i think that you're elephant yeah and i'm pigeon (laughs)